Hello, everyone, and welcome to Off the Top with Eric Paris and Red. I am your host, Eric. Joining me are... Yo, yo, it's your boy P. And this your boy Red. What's up, fellas? How's it going? It's going good, man. Smooth, smooth. Oh, any weekend events? Life I changes? To, I was supposed to go to the Haunted Circus, but they said it's so damn hot today that people been blacking out and passing out all through it, so... Yeah, it was a random ass hot ass day. I just yeah. came from the grocery store. And I was like, ah, Lee. Yeah, like nineties. So they what, cut what, off my damn event. What is the haunted circus? I don't know. I guess you know. Oh, I thought you knew. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I guess more bloody gory type of the same type of stuff, but just more bloody gory, more creepy looking. I guess. But I wanted to check it out. I was gonna try to get like a little photo op in there too with everything going on. But mm-hmm. my sister went before me, and she said. People blacking out left and right. She showed me videos of police, uh, EMS up there. They told everybody to leave. And I mm-hmm. thought about it like, you know, them damn tents is hella thick. Yeah. You know, no ventilation. So, shit, I, I seen the company. No Man, they need a fan. Fuck Gatorade. Trapping all that heat. Yeah, that sucks. What yeah. about you, buddy? Me or P? E. Oh, no. Uh, today was family day, so I hung out with my grandparents. You know, chilled beautiful. with them, drank some coffee, spilled the tea. You know how it is. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, it is me and DJ hanging out. Then we just came to get some groceries. So. Uh, Adult stuff. Again, yeah. prepare for the week. The Sunday blues. Man, that's because y'all got Sundays off. Y'all can do that type of shit. I be working all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be like that. Yeah. So bless your heart, bless your heart. You like you like the hustle, don't lie. I do though. <laughs> I love the game. <laughs> right, right. All right. So there's a couple things going on in the news this week. Uh, so let's start with uh, this really sad news coming out of Georgia. Um, this uh, do you, do you want to leave this one off, P? Yeah, it was uh, an incident where a family uh, allegedly said a doctor had uh, did some malpractice against their child. Uh, unfortunately, during the time that they were giving birth, uh, the baby was decapitated from the uh, neck up, and the hospital, where the physician tried to cover it up, allegedly tried to cover it up by wrapping the baby up and then placing the head back on the uh, in the little bundle and then giving it back to the parents. So um, I don't know how long it took the family to realize, like you know, the baby wasn't there, but. Uh, overall, it was a sad story. So um, the family is uh, suing the hospital. So uh, more details is going to come out soon. But uh, right. for right now, overall, that's a tragic story. Uh, it touched me only because you know I just had a kid not too long right. ago. So when I first when the news first broke, uh, you know it kind of touched me. You know I couldn't imagine you know hearing or seeing some stuff like that. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was just about to ask you that, bro. As a new father, how did I, I felt like that shit hit home closer on you? Well, yeah. you know, death hit close to anybody, especially when it's a child. But like somebody who just came into that fatherhood, I'm like, I know that shit must be, you know, tough for those type of people, especially, you know, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it was me, like last year, I'd probably, you know, read it like any other news story, like, oh damn, that's messed up. But uh, like you said just coming into that situation, it was like, you know, I'm just looking at my child, like, 
I couldn't imagine the rage the parents felt when they realized, you know, how dirty that whole, you know, altercation was. Yeah, that's no, it. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, it's no, like, allegedly, on how everything played out, it's no rhyme or reason how that should have played out in the beginning. Like, um, the from the physician's standpoint, from what I heard, they were saying that uh, they didn't do the C-section immediately because uh, there have been complications and the mom would have passed. So I think they was trying to save one or the other. And, you know, by not doing the C-section immediately, you know, you know, that that incident happened. So, um, but we'll see with more news how everything played out. But yeah, yeah just thinking about it is, you know. You know I, I can hear it in your voice, Brock. I can yeah. hear it in your voice. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the thing. Like, it, it, it probably wasn't rage to start. It's confusion. You know, like all the stages yeah. of grief are there. And you're like within mm-hmm. a day of just being in the hospital, you're like, what, what's going on? Like, you have no idea, you know, no, I don't know if anyone is talking to them, but like, you can only imagine the confusion, you know, like, yeah. what, do you, what do you mean? You know, the baby's not here, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But from the, some of the articles that I had seen was, uh, apparently they had said that the complication that happened during birth, cause she had, uh, the woman had been told to push for two hours. She was pushing for two hours, trying to deliver the baby vaginally. Mm. And they said they ran into a complication that's uh, not too common. It's where the the shoulder of the baby gets caught on the pelvic bone of the mm-hmm. woman. So uh, a lot of doctors that were interviewed asking, so how common is this? You know, is do you think this is a reasonable story? A lot of the doctors that were interviewed that were like, they had said, you know, had this happened to us immediately, you go to okay, we're going to C section, you know. But from what uh, the the lawsuit alleges is the doctors then went to, okay, grab some forceps. We'll try to, you know, coax the baby out that way. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, they, they claim that the doctor used too much force. And then that's what caused the uh, um, decapitation. But yeah, it's just, just a horrible story all the way around. Like there's no reason for it. You know, it, it puts a magnifying glass, you know, on the, you know, the American healthcare system, you know, like, mm-hmm. You know, you look at us as a, you know, first world power and then something like this can happen. It makes you, you know, kind of wonder, like, what the hell are we doing? You know, question everything. Yeah, it's just messed up because like in that situation, you like obviously it's multiple lives in stake, whether it's the mm-hmm. mother or the baby. But it's like after like 30 minutes, you're like, OK, shit ain't working. Like you were, quote unquote, properly trained to understand situations and it shouldn't take two hours for some, like somebody could have stepped in well as a nurse, but they got multiple, you know, it's not just the one doctor. Yeah. It's multiple heads in there saying like somebody should have came up with the idea. Hey, she pushing, she's probably fatigued, you know, let's go ahead and do something else. Like it, it shouldn't take, like who came up with the idea of getting some damn forceps? Like yeah. obviously, you don't like because when I when I seen the whole birth you know thing with my son, and it was like two doctors down there, both hands down there. Uh, fortunately, it only took uh, my wife five pushes to get out, so it was like three minutes all together. But still, it was multiple hands down there. It wasn't like oh let's, let's just sit. Well, let me not say they were just sitting back, but in my head I'm replanning like bro like what the fuck was you doing down there for two hours? 
Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of blood that's getting passed out too. So she's probably fainting, getting fatigued, losing a lot of blood. Like, come on now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a failure of uh yeah, like you said, not just that particular doctor, but there should have been other nurses, other people on that floor involved, you know, saying like, yo, two hours, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. That's 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 one thing one of the doctors somewhere. Yeah, that's one of the things one of the doctors had said that was being interviewed. It was like uh one, because she was shorter in stature, and apparently the that there's a there's a term for it, but that condition where the shoulder bone or the shoulder gets caught in the pelvic bone, that is more likely to happen with uh shorter stockier women you know okay so the doctor had said already she should have been told you know from the jump like hey C-section. you should probably go with the c-section yeah yeah so yeah it's uh yeah it should be noted the uh the hospital and the doctor in question are southern regional medical center in riverdale and dr tracy st julian so yeah there'll be more coming from that uh i'm sure mm. yeah damn all right uh, we're going to keep it going with the bad hospital people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, go, go ahead, Red. Go across uh, seas. Yeah, across seas. The UK, it was that uh, lady that murdered like uh, six to seven babies. And I've been reading it up, I've been reading up on it for a little minute. Uh, she wrote a letter that says she's a bad person. Like, she wrote, she wrote them a letter. I killed these babies. I'm a bad person. Um... Rather it been from not giving them proper oxygen, uh, or like just n- neglect all the way around. She was doing it on purpose though, mm-hmm. and this was like it goes back as 2016. She was doing this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but they said they about to go back and check into 400 cases that ended with you know really suspicious. I don't know if it was deaths, but it said it was a lot of suspicious activity and. About four hundred cases. Yeah, mm-hmm. four hundred. Uh, that's a lot. I know, bro. She got uh, she's the she got the highest kills in the UK as a baby serial killer right now. In modern times, yeah. In modern times, yeah. You know, old times they was doing some wild shit, but in modern times, uh, she is a wild person, bro. And like that goes to show, like, like we see a lot of this in like the police force, like, bro. Why are you a police officer and you you flinching or scared over people just that you see are unarmed and like, you know, they don't need to be a police officer type shit. But then it goes to the medical field. Like, it's obviously some people that's fucked up in the head that do not need to be in this field. Mm-hmm. Like, you taking care of people's lives, new births, people, you know, again, brought to this world. It needs to be a psych you know, type of thing on that type of stuff, bro. Like a like, evaluation, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. At my night job, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to give away the company name or anything like that. If we had an employee uh, that I transferred from the house, not even two weeks later, it was a employee that uh, fed one of the guys some noodles. The noodles went down the wrong uh, pipe, and he was choking, and she made him lay down. And, you know... He, like, laying on his back, and he trying to roll over. She said, no, no, no. This is the story I heard. You know what I'm saying? But it was true. She she got, uh, she went to court, and she in prison right now. But um, she, made, she made him lay down, and he coughed for a while, and all I know is well, he, he he died. Okay. And he died, in, he died in the bed. She kept checking on him every two hours, 
she changed his clothes, popped the meds, pocketed them, and told everybody he was good. She wrote in a book. She got to document everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So she documented he was a good person. He showered, ate, did this, did this. And then he just sleeping right now. Mm-hmm. And she went home, told the staff, hey, guys, you know, he he, he in the bed. He tired because he was an older gentleman. He's really old. And he did sleep a lot. But in the AMs, he was wide awoke. He liked to go on rides, everything. Mm-hmm. So by the time we checked, well, the other people checked on him to make sure, like, it's time for me to get up. They was like, damn, he passed. And they was like, when the fuck did it happen? So the autopsy came. It said this man died at like 1130 uh, at night. And that staff came in at 10. So hour and a half into her shift, you know, she was the reason why he died type shit. But she tried to fight it and say it was the AM staff, their neglect. But Mm. after that autopsy came out, then she ended up telling the truth uh, when she went to court that year. I neglected. I I told him to lay down when he had some noodles and he was coughing up. I didn't let him, you know, open up his airwaves or anything like that. And then I covered it up. So I got him dressed. I I was telling everybody, you ain't got to check on him because I'm checking on him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she she covered up. To me, that's covering up murder. You feel me? Yeah. And it it's, it's a lot of people that don't supposed to be in this field, bro. Like, I didn't seen a lot. I didn't heard a lot, and it's not for everybody. It's it's really not. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's just uh, scary that your life is in another person's hand when you're at your lowest. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's always when you're at like uh, in these particular circumstances, or when you're you're most vulnerable when mm-hmm. you are older and when you are younger. Like, yeah. N- nursing homes terrify the hell out of me. Like I I, w- I was around nursing homes a lot growing up. And, you know, you always think of that, like, kind of, like, Happy Gilmore kind of thing, where, like, oh, hey, how's it going, Mr. So-and-so? And then yeah. as soon as you leave, you're treating your loved ones like garbage, you know? Man, so, it I is mean, like that. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, again, like, it doesn't pay well. Like, for yeah, some people, it, that, yeah. yeah, for some people, it does have to be a calling. They have to, like, want to, you know, help these people. Yeah. And for some people, it's just like, oh, it's an easy job. I can just sit around and then. You know, if they soil themselves, if they fall down, it's on. That's on, that's on the next guy. You know, and right, it's just right. Like, no, you you gotta want to do this. You know, it can't just be a paycheck to you for yeah. this kind of thing. You know, it, yeah, it's just unfortunate with those type of fields where obviously they're in the they're in the trenches. Mm-hmm. They're getting sure. paid the least. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they only take a certificate or a couple months training to be a, a nursing assistant or someone in that level but when you got nurses who got a you know associates who's not even helping the the cnas it just make it worse because a lot of these nurses literally is there for a paycheck they getting paid double the cnas but they not doing a quarter of the work Mm -hmm. some are but nine times out of ten they just sitting at the desk or just passing out men yeah i I know that from experience because i've seen it yeah i know um i got into it with one of my guys well, one of my uh, co-workers, he, uh, I ain't going to say no names, but he turned the water full hot. And all I heard was, ah, from the bathroom. I'm running. And you heard him giggling. Yeah. <laughs> I bet your ass start moving faster. And I was like, what the fuck you just say? I look at his back. He, he's high yellow, bro. Nonverbal. Don't know 
too much anything. You feel me? Yeah. Back all red. And this client was one that they kind of found on the street. The family gave up on them. So mm-hmm. I was always that guy, like, you know, I always bought clothes, always had some spare shoes laying around working at the shoe field. So I always made sure all my guys had some nice shoes on, some nice clothes. Whenever we had super sales in the store, some super cheap, I made sure they got nice ass outfits. And this is Nike, Jordan, Adidas, all that type of stuff. Yeah. So I, these, I, I call them my little brothers. I don't care if they older than me or not, I still call them my little brothers. Mm-hmm. So when I when that happened to me, uh, when I happened to see it, I told him, you know, get dressed, close your door. And I had a talk with him. And, and you know, I handled that. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Because that that's my guy. And I'm not one of them people that's... I was looking at it like, if I get fired for this, I I get fired for this. You feel me? But I had to report it. I'm not about to be like, it ain't going to never happen again because he don't work every single shift on my shift. Mm -hmm. So he could do it again another day. So I had to report it. You feel me? And they told me, you know, we're going to do a whole report on everything your side too. And we're going to see where it go. And you know, I was on hinge for like a, a good month, but they uh they they they, they let my actions uh you know slide. But uh yeah, he 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 was out of there. It was well deserved. He needed to be out of there because he was yeah. too comfortable. He did that in front of other employees. I don't know what he do behind yeah. closed doors. And if you're laughing about it too, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to Yeah, exactly. Have you guys ever heard of the uh, Stanford Prison Experiment? Oh no, tell me about it. So back in the, I believe it was the 70s or 80s, Stanford University in California, uh, there was a psychologist there that wanted to run a study. And the study required volunteer students to run the study. And it was, we're going to have a prison-like simulation running in one of the basements of the wings. Yeah. And we're going to have this group of, or this half of the students are going to be prison guards and the other half are going to be prisoners and so he basically wanted to see like well what what kind of power dynamics kind of fall into this scenario and but the problem was there was very little oversight like he wasn't stepping in when he should have and he pretty much gave the the one the students that were uh posing as uh the prison guards gave them free reign to do pretty much whatever they wanted to the point where there was physical abuse happening. Yeah. And like, he kind of was fascinated with the, holy crap. Like I just told them, you know, like give these basic instructions out and follow these duties. But then once they saw that they weren't being reprimanded or punished or even talked to after doing some things, it just escalated to the point where like basically a power trip, you know, Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. continued acting and doing this borderline sadistic shit. And they, the study, I believe, was supposed to go on for, uh, I think, 10 days. And it ended up ending after six because they were like, it's too far. Like someone yeah, came yeah. in and they're like, they shut it down. Like, there's like, you've got to stop this. This is fucked up, you know? Yeah. But yeah, like prisoners, honestly, torture, you know, getting beat, you know, regularly. And these were student volunteers. Like they, they had no idea like what was going to be on. It's like, whoa, 50 bucks for the day. Cool. I'm in, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like you get there are some positions where you can't be uh, prone to falling into a power trip. You know, mm-hmm. policing is one of them being a nurse, being someone that works with people that are disabled. You can't do that. Like there's like, there's no reason for it. You know, yeah, because yeah, your thoughts take over. 
Yeah, and like, it's oh, like, well, you, let me see how far I can take this before I almost get caught. Right, and, and they can't defend themselves. Like, so yep. it's like, you know, it's 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 a shitty situation. But, yeah. Yeah, that police thing, that's a big one because they feel that because they, they got a golden badge. Yeah. They got six months training that they over you. Like they, and they look out for each other. So, like he said, it was nobody getting reprimanded for anything. So they're like, I'm gonna go there. Yeah, it's only like, even even not reporting, you are helping them. You know, exactly. Like, if you don't say anything, you're just as bad as they are. You know? mm-hmm. So, on that on that note, do you feel that because officers got like, if there was no guns and only thing uh, officer in any citizen out there could only have like batons and shit and like middle me medieval times where it's just swords, do you think it'd be less? Less shit going on because I feel that police have no. a trick, have a quick trigger finger. Like, like yeah. yeah, they need their guns in certain situations, but these tasers need to be first or uh, the beanbag bullets or whatever pellet yeah. guns, non non lethal form. Yeah, yeah, like that should be like bullets should literally be last resort. Like, obviously, I know in situations you got to be you know quick on your toes, and it might not be opportunity to be like, oh, which you know caliber. I'm about to handle this situation, but gun control is something that cops need to be repping oh, yeah. for, not just for citizens. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually just finished reading a book about Vietnam and uh, the Vietnam War specifically, and it's called kill anything that moves. And it's basically like how, like there are so many human rights violations and war crimes committed. And one of the things that they talk about is, the M16 rifle that the U.S. issued to soldiers in Vietnam was such a revolutionary thing because it could be lethal from extremely long distances. So you would have these guys in helicopters or, you know, in, you know, in Jeeps driving around just taking pot shots at people. And they wouldn't be sympathetic or anything because they they couldn't see what they had done because it happened so, it was far, so far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like they just like, oh, yeah, I just shot at him, you know, but if it was up close and personal and they saw what they had done, like that for sure would have had a psychological effect on them, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's but, why yeah, snipers like, always get messed up because they seeing that shit up like face value. They know yeah. since they put that trigger, it's over. Yeah. But like, yeah, for I, I think the distance that a gun allows you kind of allows you to dis, you know, honestly, psychologically, yeah, dissociate and distance yourself from that, you know, and yeah. I think that is something that's like. Yeah, like you wouldn't be doing that if you could see them, you know, doing a death rattle, you know, and yeah. like seeing them, you know, have their last breaths, you know, like you, you wouldn't be acting like this is a simple thing if that was the case. You know? Yeah, you hear a lot of stories when they say that, too. Like uh, it got real when I saw my best friend or my part or my, you know, Bucky, you know, um, die right next to me. Right. Type shit. So, like, when you were shooting down range, all you know was the shooting stopped. You feel right. me? Yeah. But when it's right next to you, you see brain in your helmet, in your visor, and that shit is different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I um, watched a video where a guy said uh, it was a video game until I had to stab somebody. Yeah. And I felt the body go limp around me and the warm blood was pouring over me and it was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. Like all I knew was people was just stopping. I 
did what I was supposed to do. But when I felt a body, like the life leave a body, I was, he said, it fucked him up. Yeah. Like real mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. That's one of, that's one of the things that they say now um, with uh, drone operators. Yeah. You know? Like, do you really feel bad when all you see is just a white flash on a monitor when you're in Kansas? Exactly. In a no, because you, you don't see the wreckage. You don't see, you know, the limbs on the ground. Like you, like you don't see the result of it. You just see, oh, the flash happened. The, whatever was there, that building is gone. Yeah. My job is done. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go home, you know? So it, yeah, just the distance actually, it does do a hardcore disservice to, you know, taking a life, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, actually, I wanna I wanna bring it back to this fucking bitch Lucy Letby. That is the the nurse in uh, the UK that was charged. Okay. Uh, yeah. So just to put a little more uh, information in there, she specifically preyed on premature babies. You know, mm-hmm. and there were a bunch of the parents that had testified. She was guilty of murdering seven of them. Uh. And she is believed to have murdered 10 more. But like you said, uh, Red, they are looking to investigating any and all suspicious deaths mm-hmm. they had. Because, again, you don't know. It's, it's like a recall at a factory. You yeah, know, like yeah, if, yeah. If, you found, if you found metal in this chicken, you better check all the chicken. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, she would do things like uh, injections of air uh, and uh, insulin injections. There was a case that was mentioned with uh, triplets. Uh, two of the triplets so, mm-hmm. died within a week of each other. Um, the third one ha- had uh, acute or, uh, liver failure. And then the parents said, you know, their interactions with this nurse after this had happened was uh, she had a, a demeanor as if, uh, ah, I'm upset. I couldn't get yours. Yeah, the you last know? one. So mm. fuck this bitch. May she rot in hell. Man, they're gonna get her ass in prison for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 kids is is an untouchable. uh, I don't know, I don't know how things run. And it is, I got oh, I'm I'm, I'm gonna say American, my my bad, my bad. Yeah, in American prisons, absolutely. Um, I don't know about a UK prison. Yeah, all right, Michael Orr. Michael Orr, actually, it's not that lighter. God damn, it's gonna be dark the whole day. All right, so uh. Uh, the big movie hit one of the highest grossing sports movies, The Blind Side, about a uh, football player taken in by a white family, uh, adopted and raised and becoming a football star. The Blind Side is a lie uh, coming from Michael Orr, the star of the, the actual football player himself, uh, coming out and filing a petition alleging that the Tui family that from the movie claimed that they had adopted Michael Orr, uh, he claims was not the case. He claims it was a conservatorship that allowed them to profit off of his story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Red, what do you think about this? Uh, it was, it was all for their best interest, man. Um, I don't want to put like the racist little thing on it, but I feel like a lot of us, get used for our talents when it comes to sports or rapping mm. and stuff in that field. And it, it was the same thing. They saw a good person that was, you know, a person that was really good at uh, the football game and they knew how to exploit them. They broke it down to the point where their kids get paid off of the movie. 
like $250,000 each and they get residuals and everything. And the lawyer that set it up was their lawyer of the family type of shit. And the lawyer that helped, well, supposedly signed his contract where he don't get nothing was the same damn lawyer. Hmm. And I'm like, so she looked out for us. Uh, the husband, the wife, the two kids. It could have been somebody else. And you just neglect the, the main damn person that's playing the sports? Yeah, the one breaking his back. Yeah. You feel me? Y'all sit on your ass while he doing all this shit. You know what I'm saying? And the fucked up part about this is, bro, every time I see a movie where I see it's a white person and they doing some good, I kind of like say, is this the the white savior type of thing? Where, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, did it really go down like this? And then I start, you know, overanalyzing. I'm like, I can't believe this story at all anymore because I feel like it's the it's the it's the white savior in, in this mm-hmm. story where, you know, we gonna make us look good to go to this impoverished neighborhood where this young man can't read or write and all he knows how to pick up a ball and he's dumb and huh. And we mm-hmm. taught him school and did this and gave him a bright future. I'm like, it's more to that story. Every time I see stuff like that now, it's more to that story. So it fucking broke my heart, bro. And he's still not getting paid for this shit. So I hope he win this case. If he really not getting paid, he need to win this. He need to sue them for all the money that they got to or something, bro. The the, the fucking movie companies, everybody involved. I my man's need his fucking check, bro. Yeah. That's what I gotta say. Yeah. What about you, P? Yeah, overall, it was a fucked up situation. Um, you playing on someone's emotions for the most part, because uh, if he was an orphan, like obviously he was a big dude, so talent probably like he didn't have to be smart to be to play football. Like you just gotta block some motherfucker, mm-hmm. and because you gave somebody a place to sleep. You get all the monetary gain for his hard work that he, you know, blood, sweat, and tears that he got to do on the field. Because he still had to, you know, go through high school, go through college, and then make it to the pros. Hmm. And you still make a monetary gain for a movie that was all about him. But somehow your family reeks the wealth. You know, it's just fucked up overall. Yeah. Although I do, I do remember when that movie came out, um, you know, like, uh, what will happen is like once the movie is being announced, like CBS, you know, Good Morning America or whatever, will interview Michael Orr, you know, and be like, so yeah, this actually happened, you know, and they were interviewing him and they were like, so is it, it's true that you had no idea how to play the game of football. And then actual Michael Orr, the football player was like, nah, that wasn't too true. Like I, I knew the game of football. I played football. Like I knew the game. Like it wasn't like I had no idea what I was doing out there. Like the movie portrays, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even then I was like, man, this movie, like this guy and his family are supposedly behind this film. And he's already saying that's not that accurate, you know? So, I mean, like right there, I, I, I remember initially I was like, man, like maybe there's other stuff that could have been wrong, you know? And it also makes me think about like, these studios need to do a little bit more research before they jump on a project. You know, like I find it hard to believe that not one person that was behind the studio that made the film or produced the film go like, Hmm, 
let's check the legal documents and see this actually happen. You know, yeah, like that, yeah. that there is actual paper trail to the adoption, you know. And the fact that wasn't done, like it kind of, you know, so you just believe them because they were a wealthy white family, like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's unfortunate. Like, I, uh, it sucks because, you know, he's no longer playing. And then, uh, you know, and the thing is, in his position, that's not people aren't known to play that position in football and then be fine after that, you know, exactly. Like he's going to have, I'm sure he's got, you know, medical issues already, you know, so for him to come out and say like, Hey, like this family that's been, you know, parading me around, they haven't really been helping me as much as they claim. Mm -hmm. It sucks. Yeah. Makes you feel bad for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a, a lot of movies does that with, uh, based on true events or based on true stories. It'd be like, I know you told me the story about an hour. I'm gonna take two minutes out of that story and just blow it the fuck up. Yeah, you know, and nothing else is true about the story at all. But I'm, I'm gonna pick that one piece out. And a lot of theaters do not theaters, but uh, these production companies, these other stuff do that. You know what I'm saying? And they just make it to some action packed ass movie or some you know movies where they pull at the heartstrings because they know it's gonna be like emotional shit like mm-hmm. that. But like you said, bro, they need to make this shit more real than a dramatization of it. Yeah. I mean, that's what they always do with scary movies, because shit, who knows if it's <laughs> real or not. So. Yeah. Yeah, what you said with the uh, the the trope of, um, what do you say, the, the white, white savior. savior movies. Yeah. There's, there's a ton of them. Like, it, it, that is something that is annoying, because even movies that you don't think would have an undertone of that, like... Uh, uh, Elysium, Dune, uh, 42, the Jackie Robinson movie, Mm -hmm. uh, Hidden Figures. There's always a white character that for some reason is like, well, no, we got to make it more relatable for the folks in the theater. It's like, come on, like just, just, you know, like it doesn't have to be because it implies that the situation would not have changed or would not have gotten better if it wasn't for this one white character. Exactly. You know, and it's just like that kind of diminishes all the other characters that are not white. You all know, the and, hard work that, yeah, like so, in Hidden Colors that she did, and she was hella smart, but he was the one that knocked down the uh, all-white bathroom sign. Yeah, yeah. Made it so just yeah. better for her in all wet walks of life. Yeah, That's why I always get irritated with them slavery-ass movies. Like, yeah. how many depictions of slavery do you need to make money off it? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Uh, what twelve years a slave? Then you got Roots. Then you got uh, they just came out with another yeah, Harriet, Harriet, yeah. But did you hear about the one where it was like he was on the boat? He was like a part of a naval crew. He took over the boat. He was tubs. Yeah, he was pulling up to ports, killing them, doing his thing, and they end up making him like a general in the uh in the army type shit. Mm -hmm. Like I want to see that. You feel yeah. me? But speaking, they're not gonna show that shit. And speaking of that, did y'all see that bullshit uh, in Florida? They talking about changing the curriculum about they said slavery was a a, a benefit. Yeah, like a yeah. job choice type shit. Man, Florida on some shit, bro. Like they doing a lot of shit, bro. Like they they about to whitewash it and and take out all. It's not even all like black historical figures. It's women. It's uh, all other races, like it's about to be like, only thing that we know is white. 
and white is right. And it's weird. Like nobody, like it's not a lot of people that's fighting back. It's some. Oh, no, 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 no. There's a lot. There's a lot. (laughs) I'm talking like in in their circle, in their circle, it's not a lot of people fighting back. Well, that's the thing. Florida is, it's very red, you know? I mean, like you do have a high uh, Cuban population, but there Mm -hmm. is a phenomenon that happens with Hispanics. Uh, Hispanics that get, you know, citizenship or whatever. What's the whitest thing you can think of? A white Republican. Mm-hmm. So they want to be as white Republican as they can be. And that means backing Trump. That means backing DeSantis and these ideas. Of, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. So, I mean, like, Florida is, like, it, it's hard to be at, like, like you said, being in the inner circle. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine how difficult it is being someone in Florida politically trying to, like, fight against that. You know, it's like you, you're you know, a stick trying to go against a tsunami. Like, it's, right, not right. Gonna, it's not gonna happen, you know? And it's always fucked up that America is the main one that do this colorism type shit. Like, all other countries, there's no black British. It's just British. Well, no. Well, no, the thing is, like, again, I I think our our diversity is our Achilles heel and our superpower at the same time. Like the thing that that I fucking love about the U.S. is that it is a melting pot of cultures. Beautiful, you know? yeah. I don't want it to be seen as a you know like a lunch tray of cultures where they're all divided and separate. Like, no, I want them mixed. You yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah. I want them to be integrated with one another. And so, I mean, like that's why you do have there. There are people that are you know like the DeSantis's of the world of no, they need to be separate. And there needs to be a pyramid, a hierarchy that shows that the white is the best one, you know? So, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, it's, I, again, it, that is a way to divide by pointing out the, the colorism, like you said, P. But uh, to me, I think that's one of the things that makes us awesome. Yeah. Like, I, I love that about the U.S., you know? It's a restaurant in Miami where they got, uh, it's a Japanese Brazilian mixed restaurant where they mix their food. And from I'm not right just now, talking about food, but no, no, I'm just saying, though, I'm just saying, though, like yeah. it's uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make it a little bit lighter, a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, the, the food is like, from what I've been hearing, it's like a five star restaurant, but it's been it's been really good though. But like, yeah, like cultures and everything, like even just simple stuff from like medicines and everything, bro, just yeah. us mixing and knowing each other's backgrounds, and you know, I fucks with it heavy. We need, to, we need to travel and go to a three-star Michelin restaurant one of these days. Save up. You said see, three-star Michelin? See what happens when you start going about food, Red? <laughs> <laughs> Me some fat fucks at heart. Okay, tier, <laughs> tier list. <laughs> Man. But yeah, though. No, for real. Best ethnic food, top five. Which one? Give me top five. Ethnic, oh, see, it's mm. oh god. I like Jamaican, but they wouldn't be my number one though. Jamaican is fire. I love the spicy. They probably, probably be like number three, but I love uh, I love Asian cuisine, so that'd be my number one. Yeah, you can't say Asian. You got that's pick, too many. You got to pick. That, a, you got to pick a country. Yeah. That's that's very. Well, who who, who what, made ramen? Shit. It depends. There's yeah. Korean ramen, there's Japanese, yeah, there's Korean so. ramyun, and then there's Japanese ramen. Y'all depend, uh, who, who put meat in that shit? 
Both of them. You want you want Japanese ramen. There we go. Okay. Japanese food is good. And then didn't the Japanese make sushi? They have sushi there, yeah. Well, they like the creators of sushi. It's it's a common Japanese dish. So. That's why I, I said Asian. Like they, you know, they I, I'm, I'm fucking with the I'm fucking with the Japanese on this, but I really do love like Mediterranean food though. That shit is delicious. Yeah, Greek or Italian. And Italian. Oh my god, I love some pasta. So I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say top is uh I'm gonna say pasta is first. So I'm gonna say my Italian. That's like soul food across the sea. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard that. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But they put so much mama mia in that shit. You feel me? Disclaimer. <laughs> you feel me? They they put a lot of this in yeah. there. Yeah. You know. And, and it's it's kind of the reason why I say soul food across the sea is it's always like a big mama in the kitchen. She's slapping the sons. Get out of my damn kitchen! It's everything made from like scratch. Like they put a lot of. A soul into that shit. That's why I say soul food across the sea. Okay. Um, second is for show uh, Japanese cuisine. Italian Third Japanese. is uh, Mediterranean. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with like fourth is like I'm gonna say jerk because I'm, I'm gonna say uh, Jamaican. I really love Jamaican. hot food, hot food. And fifth, don't take my black card. But then it'd be soul food. I know a lot of the food is not meant for us. You feel me? We was eating scraps. So, mm-hmm. what do you mean it wasn't meant for you? A lot you of the know, soul you food. You don't know the history of it. A lot yeah. of that soul, bro. It was the it was the the ends of the ends. Yeah, it yes. was not. That's why it we had chitlins and uh, head cheese because we always had to get the scraps. So you're yeah. saying not that stuff, but the other stuff is fine. Like macaroni and cheese, cornbread, all that type of shit. I fuck with the greens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're saying Yeah, huh? I said my greens. Oh man, he make the not not everybody greens. My greens. Mm, I I got too sturdy. I'm in this bitch. I'm I'm reminiscing. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he got some spicy ass greens. It had turkey in it, right? Yeah, it was smoked turkey. Smoked Smoked turkey. turkey. Beautiful. That's my list, though. I'm gonna sit back and just reminisce. What what about you, P? Uh, my number one. It, I mean, I said Asian cuisine, but if we trying to be specific, I like Thai food because I like the spice. I forgot. Um, yeah, Thai. You forgot about Thai. Thailand. It's hot. It's hot. I love it. Yeah, I like Thai food. Then I go Middle Eastern, uh, like halal style food. Um, what would be number three? Uh, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I say soul food. Then five would probably be uh Mexican. I don't really fuck Mexican. I had that shit too much. No offense. We get a lot of American <laughs> Mexican though. True. Yeah. yeah. So I take that back. We don't get the authentic one, bro. Well, I really can't say Mexican then because I never really had. Well, I had is Coco Loco. All right, we'll fuck it then. He shook his head. No. <laughs> that that is can. not from the motherland. That is from a can. <laughs> uh, I, don't really, I, don't like, I don't like pasta like that. I like, I like protein. Because uh, you can't really categorize seafood, per se. I mean, I think I, if that one, you would go by regions, like areas that are around water. Mm-hmm. So like Japan, uh, Mediterranean. Um Hell, you could even say like uh, the north. I love sushi. Uh, 
You could say like the Northeast or so the, I say Japan. Uh, fuck it. Japan. You could even Japanese. say Northwest of the U.S. because that's got that's that's got a lot of Asian and you know American influences. So I mean, okay, okay. Yeah, I like nigiri and sashimi. So for people that don't know what sashimi is, it's just the just the meat, the flesh of the fish, whether it's eel, uh, yellowtail, uh, tuna, salmon, and then nigiri is over the bed of rice. So it's a flesh over the bed of rice. So I like the bed of rice thing. Thanks for putting me hit. Yeah, I mean, you got the California roll, but I don't really fuck with those. You know, I like the... Uh... But do ramen with the uh, egg and uh, meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Naruto version ramen, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uzumaki. Gang shit. It was actually but, a restaurant uh, that made it, uh, the, um, the Uzumaki ramen. I forgot uh, where it was at. It's probably in Cali. Most definitely. What about you, E? Mm. I need that top five. Mexican number one. True to his roots. Um, You're going to have to cook um, for us, man. Then I'm going to go, have a little family go, cookout. I'm going to go Chinese. Fried mm-hmm. rice? Uh, Yeah, fried rice. Uh, that's the thing. Chinese is difficult because they also... A lot of, eh, I'm not gonna say that it's gonna be uh, problematic for some people. No, well, no, no, because no, like there's there's like a debate, like kimchi, like mm. Chinese people believe that they invented kimchi. Korean people also believe they invented kimchi. There's like debates about that. So I mean, I I can't say like which one came first. Okay, but I will, okay. I'll say Chinese. Yeah, that's why I say uh, it was hard because like I'm ignorant to the specific Japanese yeah. Korean Thai. That's why I just mm. bunched it all in one. See, yeah, that's why I, I didn't say Thai. I love Thai food. I love spicy. Motherfucking um, pad thai. High heat with the mm. peanuts in it. Oh! But uh, continue <laughs> on with your list, brother. Okay, so Mexican, Chinese. Give me yeah. Italian. Give me... Um, give me Puerto Rican food. Mm. I need that... What's I need that mafungo. I need that red snapper. I need the pupusas. Or no, that's that's not that's Ecuadorian. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with Puerto Rican though. I, I like, like red snapper. That's a that, really good fish. Mafungo is good as hell. And then I'm gonna go with southern food. Like, okay. Uh, but leaning more towards like the barbecue, like Texas style barbecue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A good brisket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like, like, like the meats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that 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 would be that would be my top five. I'm fucking with it. What about a genre of food? Like soul food. I mean, not genre. soul food. Seafood, chicken, beef. Obviously, not pork for real. Like, like protein based. Yeah, seafood is my number one. I, I don't. I don't fuck with seafood that much. I, I might. Uh, oh damn! It sounds so black. I'm. I'm. I'll be fucking with chicken, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like beef though, just for the brisket. But mm. chicken, you got the drums, you got the oh my god, wings are so amazing, bro. Give me wings all flats. All Damn. Flats. I'd have to go I'd have to go pork. Oh, Wait, I can't bro. do pork. I can't There's so much you can do with pork. Yeah, sure. Bacon, pork belly, uh burnt ends. Yeah, burnt ends. Uh uh, chicharrone, uh, garnitas, like you can. No, chicharrone so is the uh, skins, pork skins. But then again, be- I think pork and beef might be tied because beef there's a lot you can do. You could do the tongue, the tripe, 
You uh, had you had to mix that tongue. You can't tell me we. You gotta have me finish the meal first. And then say I had some beef tongue. You ain't about to just come out. Oh, we have a tongue tonight, baby. But but like, don't you put that <laughs> in like no you nev- You've never had some... lengua? Hell no. You got never nah. had tongue. Uh-uh. Uh, no, no, it's not like they put a whole fucking tongue in between. Oh, I know, I know how they like, cook it. They, like, they slow cook it, shred it up, and then put in some tacos. You know, shit. Like yeah, that. that shit's good. But yeah, like, I think, isn't I think, it a tougher meat though? No, you yeah. slow cook it. I mean, it, it is a, it is a tougher cut of meat though. But yeah, like for sure, like to me, my favorite is is beef cheeks. Because like you an ass eater. That shit is so tender. <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> Hell no, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> well, no, it, it's not. Uh, I'm trying to. Am I wrong? Uh, beef cheeks, like off the face. How is that ass eating? He was thinking of different cheeks. Yeah, of uh, course. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what type of time he'd be on. That's you a whole. Feel me? We, you guys subscribe to our uh, subscription channel to get that type of content. Yeah, welcome to the crew, E. No, no. <laughs> You're talking about some OnlyFans type shit, and I'm not a part Y'all. of it. <laughs> you know, no, just after dark uh, specials. We should start doing that after dark specials. That'd be dope. Like the shit we don't talk about isn't dark enough. Like <laughs> facts, facts though. Like just we just more talk, explicit. We just more led explicit. with two different dead baby stories. Like I think I think we're doing all right with the regular shit. Damn, <laughs> you're right about that. You're right about that. Yeah. Oh man, uh, we got some other stories to top on me. Um, talk about. Oh, mm. speaking of top on, I remember when, <laughs> it's oh, off topic. No. <laughs> 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 I'm like, whoa, no. we are not in the dark series. No, not yet, not yet. no, I was at this restaurant. And this is completely off topic, and I remember uh, this wait waiter. He uh was giving everybody water and I had drank half of mine. He was like, you want me to top you off? I looked at him like, what? <laughs> I was like, what'd you say? He was like, you want me to top you off? I was like, do you want to serve me some more water? He was like, yeah. That's, I was like, oh yeah, just say that there. Like, I didn't, I never Come heard of that phrase before. P, P I said, yeah. that a few times. P, P, said, P, said, P said, yeah, give me some water too. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I I never heard of that phrase. I was like, "Do what? Like who? I think that's what it's with me." She looked at me because I don't think she heard that shit too. So we both looking at her like, "What do you say?" No, nah, <laughs> top you off. I was like, that, "Uh, no." That <laughs> that use water, that use of top me off was before top top me off. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, like, it was my you, first you're late on college. That. Yeah, yeah was, you're 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 late on that. Yeah, I was I wasn't Caucasianized yet. I didn't know. That's not Caucasianized, bro. I ain't never heard that shit until I came up here in Saginaw. Bro, that is literally like at restaurants. Uh, it could be. No, it could be. Like a, it could be. Every time. I never heard that in uh, Detroit. Now, now, look, though, I will tell you this. When you do go to restaurants, they do say, do you want me to top off your drink? They will say that. Top off your drink. I just but heard refills. I, I ain't never heard none of the top off phrase. He was like, you want me yeah. to top you off? And that's all I heard. And I was like, I don't know. Should I? <laughs> you didn't know? <laughs> you didn't know? No, I, I, like, I, I ain't well, going to answer that. Right here. He's, he's like, uh, how, how much? <laughs> I mean, like, my wife is right next to me. God. He's like, is that with soup and salad? Like, <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, what type of off, place is this? He caught me off guard. I was not ready. <laughs> uh, I mean, very similar to last week's story with the Maui wildfires. 
we got a hurricane and earthquake going on in uh, Southern California right now. So prayers to those people. Mm-hmm. Man. Um, ho- hope the damage is minimal. But yeah, like this this weather is getting crazier. I hear with stuff like that, people are starting to come out. Like all the biblical people are starting to come out saying the rapture's coming. We in the last days type shit. Yeah, all these um, uh, what they say, uh, kids going against the mother and the father and all that shit. Then you got yeah. all these natural disasters, and then you got uh, videos of, uh, I think it was in France. Like uh, you hear the trumpet sounding in the air and shit like that. So you talking about the trumpet starting to get sound off. You know, seven trumpets and shit like that. They get a sound off. No. Oh yeah, that's that, that that that's for the Christian believers. Is that in every religion though? No, there's, there's okay. That's not in every religion. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a religious guy, so I really can't, you know, yeah, say anything on that. I ain't gonna lie to you. But if anything happened, I, I I'm ready for it. Oh, I thought you were gonna be like, I'm first in line, God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course I'm not gonna be first in line. <laughs> All right, to touch on that, since we on that subject, we ain't, oh we, shit. No, it's like one of those things. Like, are you know how they always had that saying where they say God makes everyone in His image? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got serial killers. You got the R word. You know, with the sexual yeah. stuff. What do you mean? Rapists. Oh. Molesters. Oh, I thought you I thought you meant like retarded. No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, that's hold on. Since, since when wait, since when can't we say rapists? <laughs> I, I, you I, can't I, say rapists. I've been so yeah, I've been, I was no, wait, I was no, like, wait, wait. I've been so used to looking on TikTok. You know how you always get banned for typing shit and Rapist yeah. and molestation oh. and those one of the you know keywords you can't say. So I, and I, oh, Eric shit. really said the R word though. He really said the R word. Disclaimer episode. But I'm not disclaiming that. But I was like, really? Like you're going from uh, all right. But yeah. yeah go so ahead. back to what I was saying. So all you right. know how it's multiple good and bad guys, but they always say God made you in His image. So yeah. that said. Wouldn't God know who he's putting on this earth to do all these deeds? So shouldn't everybody go to heaven? Obviously, that's not everybody ain't going to heaven. But if it's real. Yeah, well, yeah. So it's like one of those things. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. <laughs> so it's like, how can you judge somebody if God made that person in his image? Obviously. Now, look, though. Can, can I just, uh, just insert this one little thing? thing? Now, don't they... Isn't it a free will thing? Yeah. But I'm st- so you can you can make a picture or a robot in your image, but if you give it free will to do whatever it wants to, it's gonna do whatever it wants to. I'm just saying though, it's like God knew it if allegedly they say God knew what he did, what he created. Mm-hmm. So it's like without getting too deep in the weeds, like shouldn't everybody fuck you look at that. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. He threw me off. But anyway, but like shouldn't everybody oh oh well, fuck that. Everybody got a different religion. So who's the superior religion? Like who got the right one? Like um, you never know. The dudes that follow Star Wars, the Jedi yeah. religion. Yeah. Motherfucker. But oh, hold, believe- hold on. No, 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 hold on. So you like rolled your eyes and scoffed at that. What is saying that religion is not right? 
Who? Because it's a work of fiction. Who wrote the eyes? You, you both of you kind of dismissed that. Like, okay, yeah, whatever. I mean, no, I was about to say my part. My part is I believe there's a creator. That's it. Something made this. To be honest, that's how I feel, right? Mm-hmm. But if I was to put it into a human form, I would feel like God would be a woman. You know, because women was here first, men was a mutation. You got a belly button, that means you was birthed from a woman. Uh, to say religious events happen, I do believe back then we was not that smart. So some shit probably happened. And what's that thing where they say, like, uh, you tell a story and then switch over a little bit every single time, every single time, and now this is what you got? Like I feel like... Game of telephone. A, yeah, telephone. I do feel like a few things back then did happen. Let's just be real. A few things did happen. And you went to the right, I went to the left, he went down south, that person went diagonal, whatever it may be. And the story got switched up a little bit, and that's probably why you got different religions. You know what I'm saying? But... Or I did figure out it's some actual religions where people was like, I don't like that part. I'm going to take it out. And now I'm this version of that religion. Yeah, that's you know what, what I'm war. Saying? That's what, how war was started. Because uh, yeah, history but, is, if you break down the word, history is his story. So you know? whoever won the war got to uh, decipher what that, the outcome was. That's deep. Yeah, but like no, to say um, if it's any one religion, I can't, I can't tell you that. That is a major philosophical question. Um, I, I'll, I'll start by saying I am agnostic. I, I'm not, I, it's not that I don't believe in God. I'm just not entirely convinced that he's real or she, okay. whatever you want to say, you know? So I'm not saying like, oh, I'll never believe like an atheist, but I am saying like, uh, currently right now, skeptical, you know? So in, in the world of philosophy, there's a lot of different theories because in the Bible, they claim that God is uh, the Christian Bible. I'll say uh, omnipresent, omnipotent, and what's the other one? Omniscient. So meaning he is everywhere. He is all good and he is all powerful, right? Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, then all bad things in the world should not exist. Because if he's all good, there would be no cancer, right? Mm-hmm. If he is everywhere and, and all powerful and all good, everything bad would not exist. So there are, you can go through a bunch of different philosophies like Friedrich Nietzsche, uh, Rick Camus, uh, Descartes, and there's actually uh, popular um, theorists that say, or philosophers that say that if there was a God, he died and he is no longer here. Or if there was a God, he created everything, didn't like what he saw and then left. And that is why bad things continue to happen. I heard that too. So, I mean, like there's no way to prove any of it. You know, I always heard it was hell on earth. Like we already in hell and like the rapture already happened and we're going through all the trials and tribulations until he decided to come back and pick the ones who if, decided to do right. In my opinion, if that is the case, then hell is easy as shit. For me. I won't say across the I, board. I, mean, I was going to say, uh, for this generation, might be a little easier. If this is hell... Our, our ancestors this is, went through it. If this is hell, I'm chilling. Like I'm not going <laughs> to lie. If you're reading like the, 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 holy, the biblical Christian Bible, 
the way they describe hell, I'm going to kind of sign with E. If this is that version, I'm chilling. Because they we say we're supposed to burn in damnation like Dan- forever type shit. Dante's but, Inferno type shit. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, <laughs> but if that's, we that's was born, but that's with our mindset today. If we were born 200 mm-hmm. years ago, we wouldn't be saying that. I feel like the 1700s Very true. or the 1800s was like, like, slavery, slavery like getting like the people that didn't even make it across the sea in the boat like that shit yeah, wasn't yeah, easy for, sure. for them that like, shit was terrible so us right now it's easy for us because we're in the house we can eat whenever we want that's why we biggest yeah. fuck we got money Not- but if we was getting dragged across that damn land going across the sea starving having motherfuckers dead on top of us and getting sick like we wouldn't be saying shit was easy that's very Drown, true. Jump, hopping over boats, you know, because you don't know what the fuck going on. We getting raped. But yeah, know? that's that's a small demographic though of that time. It wasn't like that for everyone across the board. But so, you I said mean, it's easy. I said it's not easy for everybody. Like, but I'm saying, on, like if we would drop two hundred years ago, the idea of hell is that everyone in hell suffers, and if that is not the case, then this is not hell. You know, if everyone is not suffering, it is not hell. And hell is infinite. It is not something that is just for but hell. Could be subjective though, because you could you could somebody could be depressed, like they could still be working a nine to five, depressed as shit. Like it all depends on what your hell is. To me, the idea of hell is everybody is suffering. It is not just people having depression, bad days, people born with illnesses or whatever. So me seeing all the stuff the way the world is today, if everyone is not suffering, it's not hell. You know, because hell is where you go when you do bad things, you know, when yeah. you don't follow the I mean, commandments. But that's based on the story of hell, though. Like, we don't know what hell truly is. We're going by a book that a guy made or a female, somebody made the shit. Hmm. So, like how James the, 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 the Christian, Christian, yeah, you're, 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 you're talking Christian, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so like the original story was all written off of walls, hieroglyphs, however they want to say it, transcribed until transferred into a book. Somebody translated that shit, so hell became a story over time based on somebody's ideology of hell. Nobody know what hell is because it was on earth. So you, you're going by word of mouth. So hell can literally be me living right here. My hell can be waking up every day, taking care of my family, going to work. And that could be my hell. Like, everybody got a mental... Uh, mental fortitude that can only last so long. Like, it's one of those things where, shit, I don't want to fucking work no more. Like, you seeing all these motherfucking celebrities or kids that's half my age playing video games, making multi-millions of dollars, while I'm over here busting my ass at the hospital making chump change every day trying to, uh, like, because my hell can literally start if one manager say, oh, we don't want you no more. I ain't got no, like, multiple streams of income like my hell can like i already went through it uh me and my wife was living in an apartment where we were surviving off fucking chicken nuggets like because i did i had so much pride i couldn't ask my family hey i'm i got fired let me eat hold a couple dollars because i seen that shit all the time i wasn't about to fucking <clears throat> rely on somebody so they can always throw it up in my face oh remember when i helped you when you was you know so and so so and so so Hell is, like I said, it's, it's subjective depending on who you ask. Like, the books say you burning, you know, internal damnation, you burning in fire. But I feel we already in that shit for real. 
it just depending on somebody's hell might be like you said a little bit easier until they meet their quote unquote breaking point. So everybody breaking point is different. Like I don't want to throw my cousin in this situation, but his life growing up was hard as fuck. He is, his is a lot manageable now, but 10, 15 years ago, that shit had, everybody had their breaking point. So hell, like I said, is different for us because we made it past that threshold. But it all depends on that specific person's mindset is what I'm trying to say. Okay. All right. Now my question to that is, do you feel like we make it through the hell when we die or when we become stronger or like, how do you feel like that? Uh, we never know what life has for us once this flesh is gone. That's the whole thing about, that's why I said the rapture is one of those things where they say God chose his chosen few. Mm -hmm. So the people who's left behind is trying to figure out, should I follow the word or not? And they follow the word, quote unquote, the right way, you know, go through life good, then God is going to choose them to bring them up to heaven. So we're, we were the ones that were left based on the rapture story. And we're trying okay. to figure out life till he chooses us and say, it's our time to go to something that's better where it's all peaceful. Like we're going, we're in the mud right now. We're working through the trials and tribulations that he set for us because we weren't the chosen ones per se. That's why mm -hmm. they say we was all we was all born in sin. Not trying to get too scripture because I you know I ain't into it hundred percent, but just with a little dibbling and dabbling that I do know, right, we are right. in hell. We were left. We're trying to figure out life, and once we make it to a certain point where God say, "All right, your soul has reached this Mature. point where we know that you matured. Now you're ready to come up here with me and enjoy eternal life and peace." Okay then I would say you're going off the rapture. The people that were left weren't left in hell. They just weren't in heaven. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Earth is hell. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's not though. Like that's what I'm saying. If you're going by the rapture, if you were left and you were alive still, you just didn't go to heaven. You weren't in hell. When you died, you went to hell. You know, like that, that's what I'm saying. Like there's two, there's three different places, you know, top middle you know and then lower so if you didn't go to the top one you're still in the middle you're not at the bottom one yet you know right so it was the idea that you could in that time you have left you can you kind of are still given that like you said with free choice you still have that time that you are left that you can okay i can make changes and either way no matter what i do it's either going to go up or down you know like I, like this is the end yeah like, like i control the elevator you know like, so I have, if I didn't immediately go up to heaven, then, okay, I have the time that I have left to dictate what button gets pressed when I die. Mm -hmm. And it could be heaven, then it could be hell. So that's why I believe, in my opinion, with that, the rapture uh, mentioned, I don't think that this is hell. Okay. I see where both of y'all are coming from because I did read a part. I don't know how true this is, though. But there was like, once the rapture happens, th isn't it supposed to be like hell on earth? Like hell, you know what I'm saying? Something like that? I mean, if you was over here in a third world country where you're starving all day, 
Like I said, it's I, all perspective. Again, that, that's what I'm saying. If this is hell on earth, then mm-hmm. it would be hell on earth everywhere. You know, that's what time. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, would, I, I, it, like, it would not be just particular people and they're having trials and tribulations. It would be everybody no, like, having that all day, all the time, everywhere. Right. I feel where you're coming from, right? I'm just saying, like, after the rapture happens, like you said, there still is a upper, middle, lower, right? I just read on something. I don't really read into the uh, the religions anymore, but I just read somewhere they get taken up to the upper, right? Boom. We on the middle, like you said, get to control the elevator. But I did hear at one point the lower becomes the middle, like it just takes over it all type type shit. Have y'all heard that or did I? Yeah, I mean, know? it's, it's oh no, I mean, it, it, okay, uh, if it. Go ahead. I mean, with the Trumpets and shit, I mean, there's going to be a lot more world disasters coming. I mean, it's like, I ain't going to say it's signs, but all these natural disasters and shit like that, the people in Hawaii, that can be the Lord coming up to mm-hmm. them because they, all they shit going from wildfires, natural disasters. Yeah. Would you sacrifice yourself to save the world? Me? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he said we fucking in this bitch together. Nah. nah. <laughs> what about you, E? Um. All of humanity. Yeah, I feel like I'd be pretty content with that. I hear that dying is not as bad as people put up to be. So, nah. Okay. But I mean, what like about you. I'm fucking with it. For all humanity. I love y'all motherfuckers. You yeah. feel me? Pierre's like, fuck. <laughs> you know, nah, I'm fucking with it. Nah. You know, if we going off this religious side, I'm going to be in heaven living good, eating good. Yeah. That's... You feel me? You know, I'm going to see y'all. I, well, I, I did hear when you go up to heaven, you don't have no, mem- no memory of anybody anyway. So, if movie's still going, I'm, I'm, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Play me something good. But uh, yeah, guys, we're good on time. Uh, yeah. This is once again the third time off the top right. of Eric Paris and Red. All right, peace. Uh, I'm Eric. P. And it's your boy Red out this bitch. You know how we coming. Yeah. Gang, uh, gang. gang. Bye, everybody. Like, share, and subscribe. Talk to you next yeah. week. Yeah. We on all social medias, y'all.